Broadcasting live from the ESPN 690 and Ajar Levine Studios. This is Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 with Brent Martineau and Austin Lane. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. Austin Lane coming to you for, well... One more time, and so I'm heading out to Wisconsin for about a week. Don't worry, though. I don't got to put in the parking lot quite yet. Uh, I'm in it to win it today. You know, both feet in the studio until the time permitting. Then we'll see what happens hour two uh, at football at five. Joined by Casey Kurtz pushing all the right buttons. Brett Martin will be here in a little bit. A lot of things to talk about, Casey. A lot of bad things to talk about. Obviously, big news right now in the college football world, the Gator Bowl. Tech Slayer Gator Bowl. Uh, is in need of another opponent because Texas A&M has opted out. I don't say opted out. I mean, has been forced out, really, due to the fact that too many of their players uh, tested positive for COVID-19. So now uh, it's the Gator Bowl's job to try to find another replacement for that, and hopefully, you know, they do that. We're going to be joined by Greg McGarity, uh, McGarity here at 4.15, or actually in the, in the 4 o'clock hour, um, you know, the, the guy from the Gator Bowl to kind of fill us in a little bit. What's the latest? Who are they looking at? Casey, any possible uh, opponents out there for the Gator Bowl now since there's a slot that needs to be filled? Well, it's tough because if you haven't been practicing, you can't really go play a game. So all the teams that didn't think they were in a bowl game haven't been practicing, and mm-hmm. the teams that are in a bowl game have been practicing. So unless you find somebody that's willing to double dip or come play without any practice... Uh, there's reports that Rutgers already said no. Um, so that's one team that didn't want to do it due to the practice situation. So yeah. uh, ideally, you f- you find someone. I don't know how difficult it would be to play in two different bowl games from a player's standpoint. Obviously, the coaches, like, in the grand scheme of things, at a bowl game, are you really, like, ga- like are you watching film? Like, is it that serious? To where you could yeah. just go play another one if your players are up for it. Well, and I wonder what like, the conversation of ADs is like right now. Because, yeah, I mean, you probably put your team at a competitive disadvantage, you know, if you sign up the last minute to take, you know, to take this uh, matchup, basically. I was thinking about, you know, like a last-minute fight where uh, an opponent's at a huge disadvantage if you have a last-minute fight. Well, the same thing can be said in the, in the world of football, where if you don't have proper time to prepare, uh, your opponent has to get your guys back in shape, pending that you haven't practiced in a while, yeah, you could set yourself up for, for failure. You could set yourself up for some injuries. And there's a lot of things to take into consideration. But I wonder what the conversation with ADs is like right now because it is about money as well. And any team that plays in the Gator Bowl is going to make some pretty good money for the university. So I wonder if the conversation around, you know, the ADs is like, all right, you know, if you've been practicing, if you've already played in a bowl game, Maybe you want to double dip a little bit, but it's asking a lot of the student athletes to do that, obviously, because if they played in a bowl game already, I'm sure guys are on to the holidays, ready to get home, get away from school, and I'm sure the last thing they want to do is play another bowl game, even though we're talking about millions and millions of dollars. So we're going to talk about that more when Brett Martineau gets in here. Um, you know, last night, Eagles, Washington football team. About a week ago, you know, when it was me and Brian Middleton, um, you know, kind of breaking the, the quarterbacks down of, of what team was in dire need of a new quarterback and what team um, is set. Obviously, I think there's more teams that feel like they're set right now than are in need of a quarterback. We'll see how this draft shakes out this year. But I think when me and Brian got on the Philadelphia Eagles, we were kind of on the fence about it a little bit. Now, Jalen Hurts is my fantasy darling after all. I've talked about him all year. But even I was to the point where I was like, all right, I mean, 
Is this the guy that you're going to build your franchise around? Is this the guy that's going to usher in the new era of the Philadelphia Eagles? Well, I think last night, Casey, shows you that he's probably going to be the guy for a while now. I think that we can stop the talks. I mean, we'll see what happens with Deshaun Watson, obviously, and there's always that uh, you know, rumor out there as well. But I think all things considered, watching that game last night, and he didn't get off to a hot start, but he responded nicely. You think Jalen Hurts is the guy going forward now? It's funny you say that because after, like, the third drive, I was like, here comes Gardner. Yeah. But he rebounded nicely, and um, if you listen to what he said after the game, apparently all it took was he needed to get yelled at. I don't know if you heard that. (laughs) I did hear that, yes, Um, yes. So I don't understand that one too much, but I don't know why you weren't yelling at him before. But nevertheless, he's exactly what it seems like you need in a quarterback now. And he can run better than most, but he's definitely mobile. And on some of those throws down the field, he has the arm strength. Yeah. It's just, I guess, being careful with the football, the fumbles are bad. But if you can, I guess, yell at him to be safe with the football when he's running with it, then, yeah, I think you have something there for sure. And, and this is a guy, you know, and I, I, we get wrapped up in the stats. We get wrapped up in the production um, and all of this stuff. But we got to remember, I mean, this is a guy who in his career has only played 28 games. You know, I mean – not even two full seasons yet. So, like, to me, you know, because even last year, I was like, well, is Joe Nitz going to be the guy? Well, the guy didn't really play that much last year, right? And we see what Trevor Lawrence is doing right now. We see what Zach Wilson's doing right now. The Jets are ready to write off Zach Wilson. Jaguars fans certainly are ready to write off Trevor Lawrence. So it takes time. It takes time to see what you have. And I think if you look at the Eagles roster in general and you look at this team in general, this team has overachieved so far. You know, this is a team right now that is seven and seven that could be contending for a playoff spot. I don't think anybody had them going to the play. Well, I think one person in the city might have had the Eagles going to the playoffs. Don't want to name any names. Don't want to name any names. You know, don't want to name any names. Take any credit for that. You know, but check the receipts. The auditors got them. But I'm just saying, I think that they've overachieved this year. And the reason why they've overachieved, set aside from a pretty good defense, is the fact that Jalen Hurts is playing a pretty good brand of football. Yeah, you got a great backup in Gardner Minshew and. Uh, you know, I'm sure he's going to be there for a while, depending on how that turns out. But I think Jalen Hurts is the guy. And I think the Eagles now can go ahead and say, all right, Washington, who knows what they'll be like for the next couple of years. New York, do they burn it all down, get rid of Daniel Jones, fire their head coach? It could be, be a rebuilding process for everybody like that. So now you're in, con- you're in con- contention, basically, with the Dallas Cowboys. So I think Jalen Hurts is the guy going forward. I think they got one in Jalen Hurts, and now Eagles fans can start shifting their opinions and, and shifting, you know, the hearsay to how do we get better as a football team and how do we build around Jalen Hurts? Got to get Devonta Smith the ball. I oh, don't. Absolutely. I don't understand why they consistently can't get him the football. Like absolutely. I understand he's the best receiver on the team, but it seems like every game is three catches for forty yards. Why does it seem like some guys, in terms of like the rookie class, it takes a little bit, and some guys can come out right away and just blow the doors off? Like, Waddle, for me, was a guy who came in and, you know, he had a lot of receptions right away. And now he got hurt, obviously, so he's out. Too bad they don't have Will Fuller to, to bounce off of, too, because that would have been nice. But, if you know, only. If only. But, hey, hey, it's all right, though, man. Will Fuller made his money. Let's not make too much fun of him. But, like, you look at a guy like A.J. Brown, D.K. Metcalf. They came in right away and burned the doors off. Jamar Chase, another example. Um, Justin Jefferson, another example. Sometimes it takes guys a little bit to get going, and I think – you know, Devontae Smith might be one of those guys adjusting from the college game to the pro game. What's happening? How we doing, man? So you're sold on Jalen, huh? Yeah, I mean, I think last night's performance shows that, you know, at least for another year, you got to go with him. 
Yeah, I think so too. I think they have to go with him. I just don't, his inconsistencies now. He maybe keeps growing. Yeah. Somebody brought up a good point yesterday. We do this like. Uh, Oh, no, we, we, they were talking about us uh, on the radio. So I, I get confused. I thought they were talking about the rookie wall that we put up on TV, okay. the wall that says it all, and we judge the rookies. They're like, hey, why don't you put uh, Jalen Hurts on the rookie wall? He only played four games, but he was actually, they were actually talking about us in our report card. Like, why don't we uh, put him on? Because he only played four games last year. So yeah, that's what I was getting at. He's still not a rookie, though. <laughs> so we couldn't put him on the report card. But, sure. Uh, but the point being, he's played two years in the NFL, but it's really not two years. Of play, no, not at all. Um, and and so, I think they do have to go with him for a little bit longer. I just still would not be sold. Like to the point of, you might have mentioned this as as I was walking up, but if Deshaun Watson comes into play for them, mm-hmm. they would easily say, "Let's go get Deshaun Watson." No, yeah, and we, not wait and see on Jalen Hurts. Yeah, well, we, we mentioned that. Yeah, that would be the play, right? Yeah, I mean, there are some teams like. I mean, I think if I think the, Miami's going to do that as well. They'd be willing to do that. Yeah. I mean, putting the, you know, depending on what happens with Deshaun Watson, if he's found innocent of everything and the bad optics go away, yeah, I think a lot of teams would upgrade their quarterback position with Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. I'm, I'm still not, I just feel like, why does it, why does Jalen Hurts always get off to a slow start in a game? I don't know. It's like Zach Wilson is just the opposite. He gets off, he has good first halves and then he mm-hmm. doesn't play well at all in the second. Well, I shouldn't say good. He has okay first halves. And then he can't play well in the second half. Um, like I don't really feel like that's a thing with Trevor. Like it's good first half, bad second half. Yeah, it's just bad everything. <laughs> you get such a Trevor hater. It's unbelievable. Well, I mean, you know, we need some touchdowns. Um, you need touchdowns, but it's yeah. not like he throws five in the first half and none in the second, or sure. four picks in no, the second half. No, he is consistent with not throwing touchdowns. Blah. Yeah. Uh, but. But Hertz is unlo- Hertz has been like a fourth quarter guy. Yeah. And really, if you go back and look at his number, I, I haven't done this, but I guarantee you, if you look at his first three quarters, yeah, versus his fourth quarter, you will see a distinct difference. Yeah. So, Casey brought this up. Sariano is alluding to this, where he said he's got to like, yell at Jalen Hurts. Then for whatever reason, Jalen Hurts responds to ag- was it aggressive criticism. Or, yeah. like, in-your-face criticism, whatever yeah. he called it. Basically, w- when you chew Jalen Hurts out in front of everybody, he seems to respond very well to it. Now, some guys can't. Some guys can. I guess, you know, you get positive reactions when you chew Jalen Hurts out. Yeah. Um, so, we'll see what happens. Uh, the, did you watch – did you did you have a way to watch both games last night? Yeah. What, well, yeah, I won't ask you how, but – I mean, on my cell phone on the TV. Okay, because I – did you watch both games? Nah, just the Eagles. Yeah, because the Eagles one. was on locally. That's yeah. why I was asking. Oh, I got you. Like, okay. Um, and because they, they turn into base, because they play them at the same time, because yeah. the oddity of having them both on Tuesday, mm-hmm. they turn into like regional broadcasts. Yeah. Unless you have a different way. Well, unless you have direct TV or something like that. Yeah, you know, I, mean, I would take care of that. We'll figure out how you do it. I, I won't ask all, any questions. I just didn't good. feel the need to like pull up the computer for Seahawks Rams. Like, I just, yeah, I agree. I was okay. I, I kind of forgot that it was going. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I kind of felt fair. like it would come yeah. on late. Yeah. You know, yeah. because it's a West Coast thing. I mean, they could have done it that way. Yeah. Could have done a 10 o'clock game. Yeah, should have. I don't know why they didn't. I mean, to be honest with you, why'd they play at 4 o'clock on a Tuesday <laughs> no afternoon in, in L.A.? No, true. I mean, I don't know if it really mattered in terms of, like, playing on a Tuesday in terms of, like, the fan. I mean, I don't know. Uh, helping the crowd out, maybe? Like, something you get home for work or I something? I actually wonder if you just, because it's already going to be a short week, you help, like, the Seahawks out who yeah. are on the road. And Could so they it. can get home not at 3 in the morning and into your... I mean, to be honest with you, the Seahawks work week starts today. 
True. Again, for the next week. So I think that might have been more the the motivation for that. Yeah, it could help out. Um, I mean, as much as possible. Still sucks. He's still behind the eight ball. So the Cooper Cup's unbelievable. Uh, Cup uh, MVP candidate at the receiver position? No. Not buying it? I don't think so. No. I mean, he's... It could be offensive player of the year. He's definitely their most valuable player. But yeah, and, and but you don't him. think he should be in the conversation? Well, that's what Austin said. I, I think mean, it's for consideration. All right, he's so, so good. But Every think, game he has Jonathan ten catches, Taylor, right? Jonathan Taylor should. I think Jonathan Taylor deserves to be. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So you got you got Brady and you got Rodgers, right, leading the way at the quarterback yes. spot. And I mean, you get Jonathan Taylor's the only running back now that Derrick Henry like didn't play the second half of the year. Yeah. Um, there's no defensive player. No. Like, like mm. Diggs and Parsons aren't getting in that kind of conversation. No. Um, T.J. Watt's been banged up, although he had a chance like to, to really get the sack record yeah. and beat Strahan's sack record. Kyler Murray, if they win. Is Murray, Murray would be in that conversation? I mean, they're 10-3 and three for a reason. If they win out. I guess it just feels weird because he missed like three games, didn't he? He missed, just missed two or did he miss three? I think he only missed two. So, like, looking at the odds right now, um, I still th- let's see here. We got favorite is Tom Brady plus one forty-five. Aaron Rodgers second one seventy-five. Next comes Matthew Stafford, Patrick Mahomes at plus one thousand, and rounding out the category would be Jonathan Taylor at plus twelve hundred. So it's really interesting that they, have, by the way, putting Taylor up right now like at plus twelve hundred is not a bad bet. Yeah, hey, preaching the choir. I brother. mean, for three weeks, like yeah. that's not a bad bet. Like. That's some good value there. I'm not sure I'd lay the farm on it, but yeah. uh, he's still got three more games to really, if he just goes nuts. And one and against the Jags. And starting to get some mo- starting to get some momentum for that conversation, mm-hmm. you know? And if they were to, like, overtake Tennessee somehow and get a little lucky there and win the AFC South, and you end up with, like, the two-hole seed or the three-hole seed in the, in the AFC. Yeah. Um, I mean, again, they're the more... Start, he's starting to really turn some heads. You, you might get a couple of games without Brady having his studs that Brady kind of falls off the pace a little bit. Mm-hmm. Rodgers, you're going to run into some weather maybe here late that you could fall off the pace a little bit. Again, it's a very quarterback-driven award. But um, I, I, Stafford's high up there. Like, I think Cooper Cup, if you look at Cooper Cup's stats relative to the rest of the league, mm-hmm. like, the separation is ridiculous. Oh, yeah, he's dominating. I, I think I saw somewhere like he had 11 games this year over 90 yards receiving. I think the next closest is like six. He's only had one game that he didn't go over 90. So, I mean, but if you look at some of those kind of metrics, mm-hmm. um, it's it's just incredible. I mean, so much so that that cup, and you know they're, they're trying to defend him and bracket him and do all these things, and it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and Cup's still catching nine balls every every week and a couple touchdowns and 160 yards or 120 yards. Uh, remember last week or two weeks ago, I looked up. He had 113 catches on the year, and I started looking up what teams didn't have 113 catches. <laughs> now yeah. it wasn't really that close. It, it, he's not that kind of crazy, mm-hmm. but now he's the, got 122. What is the record for catches in a season? That's Michael Thomas, isn't it? Did he just do that? A couple years ago, I thought. What are, what are this? Let me like, that's not check a, that out. I, I would have no idea what that number is. Is it 148? It is Michael Thomas. 149. Wow. Well, there, there you go. go. Nice. All right. And he's at See, 122. He's how many, there. How many touchdowns did Michael Thomas so, well, have? Keep in mind, 16, 17 games difference. A lot of these, uh, a lot of these records now are going to change. Okay, so did you get that? What was that? How many touchdowns did Michael Thomas have that year? Um, 
Let's see. That was 20. Has Michael Thomas played since that year? Uh, it doesn't <laughs> seem like it, man. So it certainly doesn't seem like it. He's only played seven games since that year, and that season he had nine touchdowns. And that, and that record-setting season, he had nine? Yeah. Okay. How many touchdowns does Cooper Cup have? He's got 11, I think, right? Uh, 14. Oh, wow. I was way off. 14. Uh, I don't I know, just, man. I yeah. just say, if, I think here's here's why I ask. I, but I'm not. This isn't like a big. Uh, hey, let's let's really advocate for Cooper Cup. What I think, if you start breaking down numbers of Cup, what he is doing relative to the rest of the receivers in the NFL, mm-hmm. which already is a very good position. It's a deep position. It's a talented position in the yeah. NFL. You get a lot of stars. But what he is doing versus all of them, yeah. it's like a lot of separation. What Brady and Rodgers and, and Stafford and all these guys, it's still grouped together. You know, it's yeah. like it's not like Brady's throwing 60 touchdowns and everybody else has 35. Sure. You know, like I don't even know what second in the NFL in receiving touchdowns Jefferson's is. got nine. He's got nine? Yeah. Okay. I was and thinking maybe Evan, Kelsey or something. Adam, well, uh, Jefferson's got nine. Uh, Tyreek Hill's got nine. A couple guys got nine. Wow, okay. He's definitely going to set the yards per season record. I'm sorry, and Mike Evans has 11. Oh, wow, he's got 11. Yeah. Okay. And Jamar Chase has 10. Well, so that's pretty good. Boy, Jamar Chase has gone quiet, too, and he has 10 touchdowns. He's got over 1,000 receiving yards already, too. He's doing nothing for my fantasy team the last couple you of weeks. I can see it. That's unfortunate, huh? <laughs> you hate Breakout to see it. Breakout game coming, Casey. You hate to see it. <laughs> I'm down like 50. I scored like 60 points in my fa- in fantasy <laughs> week. Casey, how much you up right now? 50-something. 50, 50 50 you might yeah. as well just start resting some of those starters, huh? Get oh, ready for the championship. Yeah, right. not, not against Brent. So it's, uh, Get ready for the yeah, championship. Not against Brent. You already said that. That's right. <laughs> it's 111 to 59. Okay. Yeah. but I, It could have been worse. Yeah. And really, it could have been worse. What happened? Something dumb. Oh, Kelsey's. Kelsey's probably not going to play. Lock it. I got, I got a lot of problems. <laughs> well, we all could have problems. Yeah. By the time Sunday will start. Right. Speaking of the problems, the Jets have a lot of problems. Yeah. Some of those guys, the bigger names on the Jets' COVID list, were already out anyway mm-hmm. or hadn't been playing, right? Elijah Moore, yeah. And uh, the Michael Carter, he just come back? He played last week, was his first game back, yeah, but he so, barely played. Mm-hmm. I, my, my point being, I, can't, I don't even know who half the guys on that list are. Like, does it, do you think that's going to make a difference? Uh, we, what we've learned is coaches not being there doesn't make that big a difference. Like, yeah, I, I mean, I, I think I it mean, depends. Sean Payton just—he wasn't there in the Saints yeah. beat. But I also think Sean Payton and his team are a lot more experienced and have a lot more veteran leadership than the Jets do. Like, I think if teams need a head coach, it's a team like the New York Jets. Okay. Who are a, more of a young team, inexperienced team? Yeah. John Franklin Meyer's pretty good. Six sacks on the season. He's one of their better pass rushers. Stephen F. Austin. So we went to school. Interviewed him at the Super Bowl. He, 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 oh. Hey, for friend of the show, John friend Franklin Myers. Show, that's right. Friend no. of the show, John Franklin Myers. That's, that's quality that's, player. Yeah. Good call. I, I don't know. I don't know what the impact will be. What I think is just the crazy nature of this game that I can't get over, and I'm not sure we can say it enough, is the two coaches that got hired in January yeah. aren't going to be on the sideline in this game. True. And I mean, one for COVID, but one because he's gone. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like... And Ben is Jets. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, Jags, maybe. Uh, maybe. <laughs> it worked too well with Meyer. I guess it didn't work yeah. too well with I, I think they're they're pretty happy with Robert Sala right now. Here's a... Oh, no. Oh, oh, oh you mean overall. I yeah, mean, yeah, I, overall. I think Sunday. Oh, um, yeah. The, that, that's the thing, like, these guys are out... Mm-hmm. For the Jets, and there are while there are a lot of like no name guys or just okay guys, like I don't think any differently about this game. Like I, I don't feel like all of a sudden oh now the Jags have a big advantage. There were guys out from the Houston team yeah. last week that didn't that played like in week one. 
didn't seem to matter. Nobody even knew. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I think Robert Saab being out is the biggest one for them being yeah, out right now. So, like, when that was announced, I'm like, okay, that's going to be a little more of an advantage for the, for the Jaguars here with Sala being out. But, um, you know, like, yeah, Franklin Myers, you know, was Vera Tucker out before or is he out now? Like, I mean, he's out now. He's out now, but he wasn't out before. I don't believe so. Okay. I mean, Elijah Moore has been out. Michael Carter, I mean, they're pretty deep at the running back spot. So, yeah, a lot of these names don't really do much for you, but I think losing their head coach is huge. Yeah, it's, a, it's we'll see. We'll see. Uh, Suriani, I think, is going to be out as well yep. for Philadelphia. I mean, it's, we're getting into a crazy time now. He tested positive from last night to now? I think so. What a disaster. Which yeah. makes you wonder if someone else is going to test positive. Uh, from the Jay, well, he yelled at Jalen Hurts right in his face. Oh, so. yeah. I mean, I mean, <laughs> there was no social distancing there, man. He chewed him out. Might want to sign a quarterback now. Well, you, yeah, you know, it's interesting. Said, we, we wondered, Danny Etling, remember, was yeah. signed. We're like, we're kind of wondering, all right, why did they sign him? Is somebody going to test positive for the Jags? And what they did, that was actually a smart move by the Jags because I think they saw what happened to Washington and mm -hmm. some other teams, and they were like, well, we better get another QB here that can play. Just in case. Just in case we lose both our QBs in the room. Yeah. You know, which, which certainly now has happened. Um, it's really wild what's going on. Let's talk more about, like, all the COVID stuff and, and how it's impacting Taxlayer Gator Bowl, the college football playoff. Did, and it, is and there more, shut down. Is there more to the college football playoff, or does that sound insane to me? We'll, we'll go over it. I mean, it, it sounds insane to me as a headline, and I, I got to okay. go deeper dive into this thing. Okay. Um, we'll be back. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. Crazy enough, knock on wood, the Jags have actually done well with the COVID stuff. Oh, yeah. no. Here we go. Yeah. Brent should do it like a, like a little story on it and then watch the whole team get COVID. Because, <laughs> you know, Brent and Martin no jinx. <laughs> Don't have to watch it's it for real. the rest of the year. It's real, man. <laughs> One little quick story about COVID-19 for the Jaguars, and the whole team's just, been shut down. Just trying to lock up the number one pick. There people. it is, just man. Just trying to do my part. Do for yeah, I mean, I guess. <laughs> we'll be back. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. Yeah, I mean, I think my, I think my confidence is good um, right now. It's still, it's still intact. You know, I'm still going to go out there and, and play my game. And obviously... I've been saying it. We need to be more productive. We need to score more points. And, you know, you mentioned only the one touchdown in, in seven games. Like, I look at that, and it's definitely, like, I mean, I hate seeing that just because that means we're not scoring a lot of points, you know. It'd be different if we were scoring points still but in the run game or whatever it is. And, you know, if we're still able to win games, that's fine. Like, that's my, that's my job is to try to win games. So, But when you see that and you're not scoring points, you know, those kind of go hand in hand. It's, it's disappointing. That is Trevor Lawrence talking today, getting ready for a game against the Jets. I was a little disappointed. But Trevor, I asked him. <laughs> I asked him. I asked Trevor, I said, hey, do you remember when this place was on fire last year because we got the number one pick and we we're like writing songs about you and all that stuff? And he's like, I don't really remember. You see, yeah. his world, he's like, what, this is December 22nd, he said? Mm -hmm. He's like, well, we're getting ready for the ACC championship. I was like, no, you were getting ready for the final four. You had already played the ACC championship. Yeah. It's interesting. Though. Well, <laughs> at, least, at least you guys made a good first impression on him. He did kind of admit that, uh, uh, he's like, listen, there's a lot that's happened this year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you, sure. you want to hear the sound? <laughs> uh, okay. Wait, did you ask him about it? I seriously did. Well, I was, oh. I was interested in this. I mean, this, this is like the year anniversary yeah. of when the Jags clinched the pick. Okay. And it was between the Jets and the Jags. So there's some relevance yeah. to it. Yeah. And I, I was just trying to um, – he, he certainly heard the noise 
Okay. As the months went along, that he oh, knew yeah, the I mean, Jags were going to pick. Yeah, exactly, like yeah. that stuff. But that hadn't transpired like yet. That's my point. Okay. And so I was kind of just trying to get him back to that, that time frame of like. Do you hear that on campus? Do people show you, like, look what they're doing in Jacksonville, right? I got you. Like, I would think people probably noticed it Okay. up there. Yeah. I mean, I would think. Yeah. And and he did. He said he noticed it, but it wasn't like over the time. It's like, yeah, I couldn't believe it. Yeah, yeah, yeah I got you. Wasn't anything like that. Here's what I'm in New York. You kind of feel that stuff. Last year, I know there was a lot of talk the whole year about, you know, the Jets and then the Jags and whatever. And you just, you know, on Sundays when I'm watching football, you kind of hear that. But I never really paid too much attention to it. I was trying to um, just win games in college. Then obviously now you fast forward a year, how things worked out. Um, it's been a it's been a long year. A lot of stuff's been packed into this, this year of my life. So, um, you know, I'm grateful to be here. But, yeah, I don't even honestly remember all the um, what all happened that time. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. I Sorry, remember. Man. Yeah, you remember. Glory days. Yeah. It was uh, something. Now on the other side of things, do you like my sunglasses? Can I ask you why? I don't know. These sunglasses were here today. Okay. Right? Okay. And essentially, I just asked, I was like, oh, to be honest with you, yep. we were working on something with some sales folks Okay. on a sunglass thing that could happen in this first quarter. Cool. And so I was like, okay, I've been talking to the sales guy. Okay. And he must have put sunglasses on on my desk okay. when I walked in. Cool. Yep. And I, I was like, oh, yeah, I have mine here too. Oh, no, I don't. Well, okay. no. Uh, so I oh, said, so Casey, where did these good. sunglasses come from? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the one thing I like about Casey, yeah, very few things, but one thing I really like, man, mm -hmm. that guy says it how it is. Of course. He's very blunt. Yeah. And so what did you tell me, Casey? I told you your other shades had no swag, so I felt obligated. Oh, I haven't even seen the other shades. They're so though. bad. Sorry, bad. They're yeah. so bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like, so the, uh, we did the show at the Duval House. Sure. And uh, I, I had sunglasses on that day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he said they looked awful, I guess. Okay, let's go. Which, look by up, the way, I'm not like a... Oof. You see them? <laughs> they look that bad. They're not good. <laughs> oof. <laughs> Like oof in what way? In like this, th these are the shades that like back in yep. the early '90s you'd go to a fair and like you know throw like the darts on the on the dartboard with the balloons, <laughs> and either you, you can pick from like a ninja star or a pair of shades, and instead of picking the ninja star, you pick the pair of shades <laughs> when you probably should have got the ninja star instead. So that's that's well, what that's what those way, look like. That's about how I get my that's glass sunglasses. Yeah. <laughs> that's how I. Yeah. That's why I'm trying to get a new endorsement deal here. I got you. I got you. But I usually just go to the gas station or something. No, and yeah. Grab them for. I 10 feel like bucks. that would be an upgrade at the gas station. But yeah. <laughs> so you see why I had to do it. So, yeah, I, so, I mean, so here's the hey, deal. No, how were the viewers on YouTube that day? So, <laughs> they, they, they weren't as high as usual. Uh, no, go they figure. were pretty good. Go for that. Uh, okay. hey, we had a good show. Okay. okay. Uh, they, <laughs> yeah, he said we did have a good show. Good, I mean, good. People just came by to see the sunglasses. Yeah, sure. So anyway, the funny thing is, so I put these on, and he's like, uh, maybe it's you just... Sunglasses don't work. You don't. You just don't oh, have these, these. These aren't bad. They're growing on me now. Yeah, they're getting a little they're, 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 they're a little aggressive. Well, I, at first I thought it was your face, but now it's just. Oh, wow, <laughs> I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah, no, I, think I love this guy. They're better. Keep singing. I like you too, and Casey. I like that. A lot. I love it. I love it. I, honestly, I was telling him. I said I never wore sunglasses at all. Yeah. In my life until I moved to Florida. Sure. And then even then, it's kind of like flip flops. Never wore them in my life. Mm -hmm. And then. For, like, I don't even know if I wore them for the first couple of years I was here. And then eventually I was like, you know, I probably should put some sunglasses on or, or 
I'm getting older. I need them. I don't know what the hell reason why. <laughs> and so I get $10 sunglasses because I break them. Yeah. I don't really lose them. I break them. Like, I'll break them. What do you Because well, I'll put doing? them in, like, my bag. Oh. Instead, I don't like to keep them on my shirt or my pocket yeah. or, or on my head. Case, though, and so huh? I'll put them okay. on the bag. Okay. And then I squish them. Sure. You know, they have cases, though, for that. Yeah, I've had the cases. It's okay. cool for about 10 seconds, and then you lose the case. Never put them in the case. Okay. Right. You never. All right, all right. Amanda says they look good. Oh, thanks, Amanda. Yeah, I mean, so, I'm not mad at those. So, anyway, this is inside, how we got here. But, but yeah. I, oh, every time I've ever Pitbull, put sunglasses but, on, yeah. I it was always like, yeah, this doesn't work. I, I kind of agree with Casey. Like, I don't think sunglasses work with my face. Yeah. It might be the nose. <laughs> no, I mean, it might I, be the ears. Yeah. Might be the whatever. Might be I'm just not cool. But can I, I don't <laughs> care. I don't take it personal. Like, I know what it is. Can I speak candidly right now? Sure. Right now, at this very moment, you look like Pitbull got the got the Drew Brees hair treatment. That's what Brent looks like. Like Pitbull was watching whatever Monday Night Football. He's like, hey, hey, dale. Let me, let me get that Drew Brees thing. And he goes, and he got a full head of hair. You know, he got that Brian Urlacher special, and now it's who sits before me. It's, it's, like it's a compliment. It. Yeah. I, I mean, hey, Mr. Worldwide. Keeping pretty good company. Mr. Worldwide. And I don't, I'm 40. I'm 40, but I don't have a minivan. No, you don't have a minivan, man. No, you're good, man. I don't think Casey knows that reference. No, he doesn't. before his time. But, yeah. Um, Sorry, sorry to all the d- divorced dads out there. My bad. That's I mean, right. divorced dad. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Forty-year-old, the divorced dads hey, going to the bar in a, a minivan. It's got to be a killer market. Pitbull does well. <laughs> it's got to be a killer market. <laughs> yeah, I think divorce rates have never been higher. So I'm sure Pitbull yeah. does really well. Yeah, for sure. Um, all right. So seriously, I'm gonna take these shades off now so we can have serious conversation. Oh, it's Brent. Oh man, yeah. that was okay. Those are kind of cool. Back, I like them. Thanks. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. I so are those from you, Casey, or those he, from... No, they're from me. Yeah, he oh. actually bought them for oh, me. Oh, I got you. So okay. I, I think, those I from think the... Nobody told me that part. People are trying yeah, to help me out yeah. here. I like okay. it. Okay. Here's the thing. I could have got you shades, but, like, I, I hey, feel like I didn't hey, need hey, to help. Hey, you know what I mean? You got your own... <laughs> we're all saying. <laughs> you got your own swag <laughs> bag. Guys, we're all selling right. swag. Come on, okay. And I got you the Will Fuller card. It's pretty much the same. No, hey, this is all... Hey, this thing is loud and proud right here. Loud and proud. This thing's been here for two weeks. Four more if you want them, but I just yeah. kind of... Oh, okay. let's, let's, let's get a whole collage going of Will Fuller right. across my computer screen. I'll bring them in then. Thank you very much. By the way, if you get punched in the face for a living, yeah. you better be able to have a good pair of shades. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, what, for what? Like, to I'm cover it saying, up? I'm just saying, to cover no, it up, I, I, yeah. I would show it off. Yeah. I would scare people. I know, but I kind of like the look of the shades, like... When you, you get like a black eye, but yeah, you can and the, just kind of you can just kind of see it, yeah, and it just barely underneath it. You got a black eye, and then you yeah. take it off. It's like, whoa, baby! No, no, for sure, like, for right? sure. There's like, a, there's like a reveal. Yeah, I got you. I like, got that's you. Good. It's just like, wearing the shades and doors. I want you to punch me in the face just for that. Yeah. Well, how about we start putting you through a table first, and we'll get to the face punch later. Yeah, I was actually thinking of this today, guys. Um, we have to start really working on this. We. Um, oh, you. You have to choreograph it. I, I mean, need, I need lessons this, here. The, this isn't a ballet or dance with the stars. No, I pick you up, you go through the table. Yeah. There ain't much choreographing. I know, but you we just have, let me know when you're ready. There is more choreographing to it because we have to figure out where it's going to be done. But I'm thinking potentially 30 year anniversary show. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I see a nice looking parking lot right out here, Brent. I don't know if I like the parking Plenty lot. Of I was space. kind of thinking of the beach. Plenty of space, like on the sand? Yes. Okay. All right, I mean, we knew that too, right? I mean, it's good. I I'm like trying that. to think of the landing spot yeah. other than the table. Man, I've never seen someone just try to get out of something. If you don't want to do it, you don't want to do it, man. It's okay. I understand. It's I wouldn't want to do be it. Perfect place in time. What if the table doesn't break? Fantastic. Uh, we got to think hey, of these Casey, things. That's why I need a choreograph. You know, even better. 
So now, are we talking like a, I mean, it'll be a folding table, obviously, but I mean, do we go, do we go like hickory, mahogany? So something a little thicker? You no. know, so, 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 so something to catch that weight in no, here. Because, to catch let's force. be honest, we want it to break. Yeah, but we don't want it to break too soon. Like, you know what I'm saying? I definitely like, want it to break, but yeah. you guys really, you want it to break for the theater of it anyway. Yeah, but he, but here's the thing, though, Brent. You remember who's throwing it through the table now. And maybe we can do like a little Casey and myself, like a power, like me and you both throw them through the table. Oh, imagine like a power the, bomb, yeah. Imagine the force of that. I'm just saying we need a table that's going to at least absorb some of that force. Because you don't want just like a flimsy table that's just going to break right away. You go right, go right through it, and then all of a sudden on my back. Yeah, I'm worried about my back. Sure, I would and be other too. things. Yeah, and, and I've decided now I'm wearing these shades. Okay. Uh, as I go into the table. All right. More things that can break. I, I like it. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, all right. Let's. Uh, uh, did you see this college football playoff ruling they came down with? I, I guess I didn't see it. I did. Do you have in front of you? I can get it. I basically here's what it says. It essentially says if COVID hits one of these final four teams and they can't field the team, yeah. they forfeit the semifinal. Oh, yeah. If both, that teams, if both teams forfeit the semifinal, the other semifinal is, is the, championship. the championship. What I want to know is what if two teams can't play in the one semifinal and one can't play in another one, does that person, does that team get crowned the champ? I like that. Oh, so like three of the four are out? Yeah. Now, listen, you have 100-and-something players on a college team, so I get the realistic nature of this happening is probably not that good. But, by the way, college football committee, college football, like, what am I missing in this that says this is asinine? Like, you have your biggest two game, three games of the, of the season, and you're willing to just say, oh, COVID hit, move on. Mm -hmm. I, you can't do that. Mm -hmm. Can you? I mean, didn't the like, NFL... Do you, don't you guys think this is crazy? Well, yeah, but I also thought the NFL was serious when they said if a team can't field the team, then well, they're going to forfeit that game, and also we're playing on Tuesdays now. Yeah, so but, my, I, but my point to this, Austin, is this is not coming out, like, um, three months ago. No, I know. And now I know. We're, we're, this is coming out today in a situation where everybody knows things are getting canceled. The NHL's canceling. We might not have a tax player Gator Bowl. Sure. The NFL almost canceled the games. They had to move things around. So they know the situation could be pretty hot for this. Yeah. Pretty ripe for this. And and they're they're like, okay, yeah, we're just going to say, here you go. You move on. Disqualified. That's like, that is ridiculous in this so, kind of big game. That You think in the conference championships, the NFL will be willing to do that? No, there's no way. No, and I don't think the college football playoffs going to do that either. I think they're they're talking a big game, trying to scare these teams. But I think if it comes down to it, like Alabama's out, and then all of a sudden Michigan's out, I don't see them saying, "All right, well, sorry guys, better luck next year." I have a hard time believing that. Huh? Maybe now maybe you might be right. So you think this is more like a scare tactic? I think it's a scare tactic. Yeah, that's for like the semis. The actual playoff, the thing is, if the championship, if the team's unavailability is determined after the playoff semifinals have been conducted. The national championship game in Indy may be rescheduled no later than Friday, January 14th, if one team is able to play and one is not. Why are, they, why are we doing this? Why, why are they putting a deadline on it? Um, I wonder. Like, does it matter at this point if the season goes? Does the second no. semester at all these schools start? Like, and so, therefore, your early guys are out? You know, like some mm -hmm. of your, your early draft guys? Well, January 14th would be... Kind the of next, the start of the, yeah. you know, I, I just don't understand the significance of the date. Maybe I just didn't read enough on it, but I, I think that's a very, maybe you guys are right. Maybe, or Austin, you're right here. It's like, hey, this is, be careful around the holidays when you go home the next couple of days for Christmas. Correct. Be careful around campus, but you could put your team at risk. 
and you got to double down, baby. Bu basically, bubble everybody up. Yeah. Um, I mean, the theoretically, could you say, okay, say you're Nick Saban in Alabama. Say, I don't know, 30 of your players got COVID. Could you essentially go on campus and say, we'll give a walk-on spot to whoever wants to play and then suit them up on a walk-on? I doubt there's, uh, let's just say in the world of sports, okay? I mean, whether you're playing high school baseball or high school whatever or this yeah. whatever, usually if someone's not on your team at a certain deadline, you can't just add okay. them to your team. Okay. So, like, because then uh, under those circumstances, like, Bo Jackson walks yeah, in the door on January didn't, 5th. And <laughs> didn't Sarah Fuller get added, like, at the last second? Sarah Fuller from Vanderbilt. Yes. Didn't they add her, like, right towards the end of the season? Yeah, but did they? I don't. I don't remember. She that. wasn't on the roster the whole time. No, she was on the roster the whole time. Yeah. But she, they didn't have anybody they could but, kick. But, but so. yeah, she was got, on the roster like mid-season. So that's my point is I don't know when that takes place. Okay. I think the thing is scholarship. Like you can't just go grab a dude as a walk-on. And I think they used the Sarah Fuller like she's under scholarship oh, for a different sport. Yeah. Oh, that's a good call. Oh, I'm going off the basketball team all day. Yeah. Let's go. Well, so maybe you could. Let's and, go. So you're then, then that might be real. Like you might be able to do that. Yeah. But by the way, under this premise, if I'm like Georgia, I'm like uh -oh. sending all the co-eds up to uh, <laughs> Michigan. Let's increase the chances. Yeah. No, I like it, man. I like it. <laughs> Hey, somebody arrange a big party in Ann Arbor. Oh, yeah, for sure. Right? And I in Georgia, I, I, the boosters pay for it. <laughs> like, seriously, like this whole world animal house party. Yeah. No, I mean, hey, any, by any <laughs> means necessary. That a player can't say no to. Yeah. No. Speaking of boosters, Michigan's whole team getting booster shots today. I don't understand that part of it because they would still test positive, would they not? Like, what does the booster shot do for you? Unless they're not going to test you, but they haven't said that. Well, see, and that's the thing. Like, the NFL just basically abruptly passed that. Yeah. It's like, okay, we're not going to test if you're vaccinated. Mm -hmm. And that probably is, if you want to avoid this, mm -hmm. that's the best way to do it. I mean, we're, I mean, listen, we all could be, in theory, walking around with this new variant. Yeah. But we're not getting tested on a daily basis. If you want to continue to test people, then you're probably going to get more positives I'm talking in the sports world, by the way. This is leave off the political and the numbers and the, I guess, 20,000 people in the state today are now having, like, all that stuff. Um, but if you see, I think that's what the NFL did. The NFL is like, all right, here's the best way. If you're vaccinated, mm -hmm. we don't have to test as frequently. And then the less likelihood of <laughs> getting positive. Yeah. yeah. And they know, like, 91% of the league is vaccinated. Sure. So that really push, pulls your numbers way down. And may, maybe there's something that's going to happen here, too, that in, in collegiately, that if you go to the booster, maybe they see something there. If you get the booster, then maybe you don't have to test or something like that. Maybe. I don't, I don't know. know. I yeah. mean, the rules are changing. I, I just thought that was like, are you kidding? Like, you can't. That really isn't going to well, happen. How much money are you going to lose with that, too, by the way? Well, that's a good point, too. Yeah, you think? Come on. That's a really there, good there's point. There's no way. Yeah, I don't think that's happening. No. I think that's a – you brought up a good point. I think it's a threat. Yeah. And it's like, hey, be on your toes here. Yeah. Um, all right, we'll be back. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. Shades and all. Who would you – here's the deal. We're going to have uh, Greg McGarity on, uh, president and CEO of the Tax Slayer Gator Bowl, in just a little bit. we got to get to the bottom of this thing. Uh, it's, a, it's a wild story. Because Wake Forest wants to play. So 
I, we don't know all the the details behind the scenes of what they're working on. What we what we think is they tried to reach out to some teams that are five and seven because if you have you have certain qualifications, you can get in at five and seven mm-hmm. to a bowl game if needed. Like Rutgers was one, and the the report is that they were they reached out to them. They said no because the problem with those teams is they they're already off campus. They shut down their football program like weeks ago because they weren't going to a bowl game. Yeah. So if this had happened like two weeks ago, you might be able to kind of restart the engine for that. But now they're out recruiting and they're looking into next year and the other kids are home. And, I mean, school ended a while ago on college campuses for the break. So it just doesn't make sense to bring people back in. Now you're looking at people getting hurt. That's not going to happen. I think, and we're going to have Greg McGarity on here in about 20 minutes, but we'll have to ask him. I really think the only solution to this is to find a team that just played in a bowl game over the last couple of days and I think this would be historic play a second bowl game probably get another payday make another trip Mm -hmm. and as Casey said get more bowl gifts (laughs) and uh, like I brought up yesterday Wyoming Mm -hmm. so Wyoming won their bowl game the Idaho famous Potato bowl, potato bowl, free yeah, French really? fries for everybody. Mm. Um, so they went. That was the gift. French fries. Was it really? Of course not. Some sour cream. Oh, okay, but do you see what they do? Like they instead of the Gatorade dump, they dump now French that fries. Is, that is true. That part of it. Really? Is true. Yeah. yeah. So it's funny because like, <laughs> okay, like the, the, so the bucket of fries is going over there. Yeah. Getting ready, you know, like they get yeah, ready for yeah. the shot. Yeah. And like all the players are like grabbing fries and eating them. Oh yeah, remember <laughs> sure. Help yourself. Well, they Absolutely. used to do, like, whole potatoes, but they were hurting people. I bet. Yeah, it's like a concussion <laughs> waiting to happen. Uh, yeah, true. Yeah. Uh, so, anyway, uh, that's that. But would you, if you're Wyoming, would you consider coming to Jacksonville to play Wake Forest, get a pretty nice payday? You maybe take a little break here, but you've got eight days to rest up to play football, so you have your normal rest. Yeah. And you're not risking anything. You probably don't have a lot of guys that are, like, going to the NFL and, and are opting out. Mm-hmm. And again, you get a pretty good. I mean, if you're getting whatever, I, I'm trying to find out exactly what the payday is. But wasn't it two point something? Is, that's why I, I thought I heard. That's that. what I thought I saw. Yeah. yeah. They get say getting a couple million bucks. Yeah. For your program at Wyoming, which already dumps a lot of money into their football program, but shoot, man, that's a nice little Christmas bonus. No, that would be fantastic. I mean, that would. I mean, I don't know. In terms of like injury, like you're not too worried because what they're going to have essentially a week off. A little less? Yeah, what was like, what's today's day? 22nd. So yesterday was the 21st. They play this one on the 31st. Yeah. So you got a 10 days yeah. in between. Why not? And, I mean, and you it's can, money for your school. You can even go, like, if you need to go Christmas for yeah. a day or two. Yeah. You know, if you want to go home. Yeah. You can, you can come back on Sunday, and then Whoa. you fly out. Well, the, the tricky part about that is when do you fly out for the bowl festivities and all the sure, rest, true. right? But, I mean, obviously, I'd love to see that because I'm a little biased because my former Little League coach and Pop Warner coach, Tim Powell, is like his offensive coordinator at Wyoming. Well, so, how about that? Jimmy, Jimmy Smith's son plays for Wyoming. Yeah. yeah. Has scored a touchdown last night, Trey Smith. Yeah. So, that'd be a nice little, maybe Jimmy's trying to push him to do that. There you I, go. I, I, but I'm just throwing Wyoming out there. I'm, I got a team. The Gators? No, please, God, no. Um, <laughs> separated by only three hours. How about App State? They played on the 18th. Another one. What I would be a little concerned of, and I know this sounds a little outrageous, but they might already have closed shop. You know, I mean, 18th now, four days ago, five. So that's where you got to be a little careful. You got to hit mm-hmm. somebody quick. Yeah. You got to be like, all right, you just played two days ago. You're willing to do it. And what I understand is there's like a 48 hour window to do this. We're going to know basically by the end of the week if. The tax layer Gator Bowl is going to happen or not. Yeah. Uh, but I also heard the prime time. That's a prime window 
like that 11 o'clock in the morning on ESPN is a good window. It's the lead into the yeah. semifinals. And so that plays a role. Like, teams want to play in that window. Yeah. So, anyway, we're going to have Greg McGarrity on. We'll talk more about it. But I'd love to get your thoughts, too. Well, who would you like to see? And, again, Florida State doesn't fit this. Navy doesn't fit this because of their records. That's not going to happen. But maybe somebody who played in the last few days already, would you like to see them play another one here against Wake Forest? Because Wake Forest really wants to play the game. Yeah. Uh, that's the story there. We'll be back. Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.